A word for today, Lions Down's daily podcast to help you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. Nothing could matter more. This isn't to replace your personal Bible reading and prayer, but rather encourage and help you in it. It's Sunday the 24th of January, and we're going to be looking for one last time at the second half of 2 Peter chapter 1. Let me read these verses to you now. I'm going to read from verse 12. Therefore, writes Peter, I intend always to remind you of these qualities, though you know them and are established in the truth that you have. I think it right, as long as I'm in this body, to stir you up by way of reminder, since I know that the putting off of my body will be soon, as our Lord Jesus Christ made clear to me. And I will make every effort so that after my departure you may be able at any time to recall these things. For we did not follow cleverly devised myths when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For when he received honor and glory from God the Father, and the voice was borne to him by the majestic glory, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. We ourselves heard this very voice born from heaven, for we were with him on the holy mountain. And we have something more sure, the prophetic word, to which you will do well to pay attention, as to a lamp shining in a dark place, until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Knowing this, first of all, that no prophecy of Scripture comes from someone's own interpretation, for no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. You know, this is a a wonderful passage. And what Peter is doing, he is writing to a church about which he has very serious concerns. There are elements within that church that are evidently harboring a superficial faith, a faith that is not accompanied by a heart commitment to the beauty and loveliness and the moral virtue of God, a faith that is Uh, less than knowledgeable about the truth of God, a faith that is not governed by self-control, a faith that is not steadfast, a faith that is not godly, that is not seemingly committed to the work of the gospel, a faith that doesn't exhibit brotherly affection and doesn't show off the love of God. And that lack is breeding Christian conduct that is ineffective, unfruitful, uh, blinkered, Uh, short-sighted, and that even seems to have forgotten what the gospel was all about. What a word for our day. And Peter is saying to those elements of the Christian church, be diligent, be all the more diligent to make your calling and election sure. He says that in verse 10. He is saying this is actually a salvation issue. And now in the second half of this chapter, he takes his people to the solution, which is the written word of God, something more sure than the word of God actually heard from heaven by Peter on that Mount of Transfiguration. A word that kindles hearts, that gives life to dead and cold hearts, a word that stirs up its readers to action, providing lasting reminders that will outlast Peter and outlast indeed all the teachers that they have at that time and will keep them. And a word too 
that we saw yesterday will teach them the truth. The Bible provides its own interpretation, and it provides that truth that will keep the people of God. And that's what Peter says to the church today. That's what he says to Lionstone today. That's what he says to every Christian leader. He says, you will do well to pay attention to the written word of God. Do you really regard the word of God as you should? Because if you don't, Peter is here delivering a gracious slap on the wrist. Well, maybe it's not so gracious and saying, look, you must pay attention. You must throw off this neglect that has so characterized your attitude towards the written word of God. It is God actually speaking, the living God speaking. Do you regard it like that? It is what will indeed give life to your hearts. It is what will stir you up to action. It is what will reveal to you the truth and keep you going, will sustain you in those situations when the whole evangelical world seems to be going in the wrong direction. This is what will give you steadfastness. This is what will keep you living for the gospel when everyone else is turning aside to more fashionable, more politically expedient things. He's saying this is how you should carry your Christian lives forward from this point. Imagine coming to your quiet time and uh, coming not with reluctance, but coming as into the presence of the living God, knowing that he is there and that he is speaking to you through that word. What a wonderful message to take away. And I pray that we would all respond in this way. Loving Heavenly Father, thank you so much for all that you've taught us over this last week about your living word. We would do well to pay attention to it. Please give us hearts that love it, that are kindled by it, that are stirred up and that teach us the truth, that enable us to see through the lies and deception that are bound. Please, Father, help us. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. A word for today, helping you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. This podcast was brought to you by Lionsdown at lionsdown.org.